Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Bava Kamadav Kuf Hey. Um, I've had a, a, an extremely crazy day. We're going to be learning one blot tonight. It's anyways a long blot. Um, I'm not yet sure if I'm going to do a shear tomorrow, but as you can see, Hashem loves me and Kuzayinam and Aleph is very short. So uh, we'll figure things out as we always do. There will be no shear Sunday night, Monday night, or Tuesday night, and I will be recording and posting. I'm going to be in hopefully sunny Los Angeles, hopefully on the sunny part. Okay. Here we go. Eight lines down. We had said in our Mishnah, that if a person owes less than a Shava Pruta, then there is no Chiyuv to then schlep across the world to bring back that Shava Pruta. Two versions. Here's version number one of Rav When do we say that you're obligated to, that you're not obligated to chase this guy down, that's when you lost your paperclip, which is pachos mishava pruta. However, if the paperclip is still there, and it's only pachos mishava pruta, let's say it's three quarters of a pruta, so then you have to give it back to him. Listen to this, halachic lambdas. If this chatsi mishava pruta changes in market value to be a pruta, now you're a gazlan doraisa. And now you have to go make sure that you're you're checking off your boxes. But it's a chashash. It's not a vadai. And that's why version number two of Rav Papa is the antithesis of this. Ika de Amre, quarter of the way down. Not really. Twelve lines down. Amar Rav Papa, loshna gzele kayemes, loshna en gzele kayemes, en sarech lelech acharav. Even if you have it in hand, you don't need to chase the guy. Because l'shem atiyaker lochai shinam dayenu. We don't have to worry that paper clips, which are worth, worth two cents, are going to become worth five cents. No, th- this is different. Th- this has to do with the mitzvah do rice of a There's other things going on here. This isn't just a question of did you, it's not just a question of did you violate it, it's two. It's did you violate the Isra of Gzela? And if in fact it elevates and you did violate, now you have a lavanitak. There's multiple layers of, of what's happening here. So it's not just about the Isr, but even if it was just the Isr, Dayenu. But you're saying it's uh Mashal Gzela. Okay, fine. So obviously there's it should not matter in regards to the Gzela. Zela is right, correct. So it must be that the mitzvah deraisa kicks in. Okay, says the Gemara Amar Rava Gazal Shalosh Agudos B'Shalosh Prutos. I stole three bundles. Their total value was three prutos, which means that each bundle that I stole is worth one. The Huzlu, and now the cost of three is no longer three. The three items that I bought are now Ve'amdu Elshtayim. Now they're worth two, which means that each of them is worth, let's say, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 of a pruta. What if I, the Gazlan, who stole these three things that are now worth two zuz, whatever, two prutos, and I only give back two? I have to give back the last one. I, the last one's only worth 0.65 of a pruta. Doesn't matter. You have to give it back. Let's discuss more. The Tanatuna, we actually have this already written in a brisa. This we have seen earlier in this Masechta. Um, Gazal. And I ruin it because it's you didn't do bitl again. This wouldn't happen today because we do bitl on everything. That I know about, that I don't know about, that it's in this part of the house, that part, even when we sell chametz, where I, everywhere, the kitchen, the basement, everywhere, we write down everything. So if I steal your chametz and it's chametz, which means that it's no longer usable. So Omer Loha, Rachel, Chalafanecha, I the Gazlan can give it back to you. Why is this Tama? The reason why is the Isse Be'ene. That's because 
the gzela is here. I have it in front of me, that which is, I stole the big expensive bottle of bourbon, whatever it is, or scotch. But what if it wasn't there? What if I lost it? What if it's gone? Even though right now, there is no value because it is aser behana. Because when I stole it, that bottle of scotch was worth seven thousand dollars. But I'd have to pay. Therefore, hachanami Here too, in our case, where I bought three bundles and now they're worth two, and I returned two out of the three, even though the remaining third only only really is shavet point six five of the pruta. But kevan demei karavishava pruta Fascinating. It also means that we're looking at the item. We're not looking at the dollar value, which is... Uh, but he only had returned two. So the question is, what do you do with the third? Mm-hmm. You only return two out of the three. And now the market says that these three bundles are now worth two, two pruta total. So I've given you back two, which means that the one that I have left is pachos mishava pruta. It's 0.65. Do I have to give back the third one because it's pachos mishava pruta? So the Gemara says, yes, not because pachos mishava pruta has to be returned, but because what you stole was three bundles. Even though it's pachos mishava pruta. This aligns with the second answer of Rav Papa above also. Okay, halfway down. Boy, Rava, gazal shte agudos perputa. A little bit of a variation on the case. I stole two bundles that are equal to a pruta. So that means out of the gates, each one is worth 0.5. Each bundle that I stole is worth a half. And I only returned one, very similar to the last case. It's a little different because there's no market fluctuation. But the question at the end of the day is the same, which is that the thing that I didn't return is less than a pruta. Do I have to return it? Mahu. Do we say that really nothing was stolen because it's pachos mishava pruta? Or do we say you didn't give back that which you stole? I stole this item. If I stole a coin that's pachos mishava pruta, it's coinage. Okay, fine. But here I stole an item. So it says the Gemara, Hadar Pashta gave the answer. The Gemara says a cryptic answer. Gzela enkan, hashava enkan. There is no gzela and there is no hashava. So says the Gemara, what does that mean? If there's no gzela, hashava yeshkan. Can we even talk about the mitzvah of hashava? And I'll just spend a moment to speak about this idea that this is the classic example in halacha of alav hanitak where we have a mitzvah asay that is immediately tethered to the iser. I should say the other way. We have an iser deraisa that's immediately followed by um, a mitzvah deraisa. It's one of those mitzvahs we don't pursue. It's like gittin. We don't like pursue gittin. We don't pursue beheshivetz like zeilash or gazal. But if in fact, if in fact you did steal, you are a gazal, and then you have a mitzvah to rise beheshivetz like zeilash or gazal. So when we talk about hashava, about returning, there's no discussions of hashava if you did no gzela. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. The mitzvah of beheshivetz like zeilash or gazal only exists upon theft. So if the Gemara says, then what kind of hashava are we even talking about? And the Gemara says, this is pshat in this cryptic line. Even though you haven't violated the Iser of Gzela, there's also no mitzvah. You did steal, right? You did steal, but now you've kind of sort of checked a box. Because all you owe now is pachos mishava pruta. So while you stole, right now you're no longer a gazlan, and therefore there's no hashava. Even though you never returned fully what you stole. 
So it really is like a Ben Hashmashosi kind of case because I did steal a Shava Pruta. I gave back only part of it, but I didn't return all of it. So the Gemara says, you have not fulfilled the mitzvah de Raisa of Heshves HaGzela Asher Gazal. We have a similar case like this. Nazir Shegileah. We know, of course, that there's a mitzvah for a Nazir to shave his or her head after the Nazirus. I saw someone in Jewel with this haircut the other day. And a little, the mamish shaved down with a scalpel, except for a tiny little ponytail coming out of the back center by the nape, like where we would put our tefillin knot. Had a beautiful, long ponytail coming out. It was beautiful. It's a new style. David, you should try it. You should. Yeah, yeah. Grow it out. <laughs> You're working on it. So had this person been a Nazir, something tells me that they weren't quite a Nazir or... Okay, so the uh, the din is that if you're what I know, yeah. Mark should grow it out. Yo, my son told me, my son and Aaron Naftali told me that a couple of boys accepted Nazirus upon themselves by accident this past week, and it happened to be that I think Rabbi Reese was in the building or something like that, and they did Hataras Nadar. I can't do that by accident, it doesn't take much. I mean, I'm don't, not, don't, I'm not, don't, 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 those two kids in my oh, class. What what book is this? I didn't know. Was it the one that was given out at the hundred at the hundredth year, the centennial? Wow, I got to go to class in ninety four. That was two. That was uh, I know who they were. I remember them. I'm, I was dear friends with them. They got haircuts the next week. I'm just saying they did did a taras I hope not. But by the way, they're avaryonim. Because to be right, it's called a Porish Minayai and Nikrachote. I wonder if they get a hate for the Nazirus. Awesome. I think we learned such a thing. Is it Oker Because the question came up if a woman accepts the Nazirus and drinks wine, so she breaks it, and then her husband is made for before Shia, do we say it's yes. Oker she never had it? Or, I don't remember how we had it. No, that case is more sophisticated than this case. Same question here. It was it never really a doll because it was over the Kathila, never really not a or... no, it's different with a woman because she has no bilus over her own nether. It's different. She has a different. She's not but it's still the same question. She has no control. Oker made Kara. I, I in my head I'm distinguishing. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So according to that line of reasoning, the only time you're ever called a is if you complete your Naziris. And stam nazir shloshim yom. So let's say that they were nazirim for twenty nine days, and then they went to Rabbi Morgenstern and Rabbi Reese. Yeah, Rabbi. I don't know enough to know how that Correct. works, but I want if it's that's the one. Is it okay? Make or not? Which I can't say. I remember just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> that's very dangerous, by the way. Very dangerous. It is beinenu among friends and whoever else is listening. It's one of the hard parts of Davyomi is that the psak is just it eludes you because you need rishonim and achronim. You need to it eludes you. It's Actually, sometimes I go home and look look up sugas. I'm frustrated because I feel 
Yeah, you know, saying we're learning, we're learning Harchava, we're learning Shas, and we're and it's beautiful, and you need the Herchev in order to get the Amkus, but it's, uh, no, 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 no. By the way, the best way to become a non-Posek is to teach that family. No one asks you any Shilas. It's amazing. Amazing. So, says the Gemara, Vamarava Hare Amru. Nazir Shagileh Vishir Shtesairos. He has a mitzvah de Oraisa to be Megaleh, and he leaves over two hairs. Loss of a klum. Good job. Now you're bald. You got two hairs sticking out of the back of your head. And guess what? You didn't even fulfill the mitzvah. Boy Rava. Gilech Achas Vinishra Achas Mao. Now you got two hairs left. You uh, take out your scissors or your razor. You cut one of them. And then the last one falls out before you get to cut it. All right. What happens to your mitzvah de Oraisa? This can't be a question for Rav Pasha. You fulfilled the mitzvah. If your hair falls out, what are you supposed to do? That's the mitzvah. <laughs> okay, your hair is gone. You were in the process of cutting them. Okay, you're still, you're still going to fulfill the mitzvah. Says the Gemara, two-thirds, three-fourths of the way down. First, and then begilech achas. You have two hairs left. And then hair number one of the two that's left first falls out on its own. And then you get your scalpel. And when you're looking to remove that last hair, you the last two hairs, you see there's only one left. Now you're not even being Megalech, a shear's worth. Do we say, Now there is no shear that ruins your mitzvah, and therefore you already fulfilled your mitzvah. That really, you did not fulfill the mitzvah because you left over two hairs. So therefore, you've lost the mitzvah altogether. You just lost it. This is unfortunate. There's the way that... There's no hair? What are you cutting? So according to this second approach of the, the Chakira, there is no way for you to fulfill the mitzvah. You lost it. Yes, your hair is gone. There's no more that you need to do or can do, but you lost the mitzvah, Sasei. You lost it. One of my rabbim said this when I was in, in Shalvim. He said, I understand if a person is sick all day and they can't put on tefillin, but don't claim that you were yotid the mitzvah of tefillin. <laughs> don't, 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 you're potter. I'm not saying you're not potter. You're potter. It's fine. But don't say you fulfilled the mitzvah deraisa. So here it's similar. Like you, you, A for effort, <laughs> but. You lost the mitzvah because you left over two hairs. And then when you went to go cut off the last two hairs, one of the two had fallen out. I'm sorry. It's just mitzvah. You can't execute this commandment. You, you've lost it. So you can be in a hospital bed and you wear a pasher from putting on stone? Pasher, yeah. Shulchan Aruch writes that if a person has terrible stomach pains, so that causes for hesach hadas. If a person has, I'm just use an example from my life. Thank God this has never happened. If I were to have like cluster migraines for like 50 hours at a time, you're putter. You're not allowed to wear tefillin with that with that guy. You're not allowed. You're putter. But you also didn't fulfill the mitzvah. You know, just you can't have it both ways. Hadar Pashta, after asking this question about the hair, what do we see? Seyar Einkan, Giluach Einkan. There's no hair and there's no mitzvah of Giluach, says the Gemara. What do you mean? Isayar Einkan, if there is no hair, then what discussion of Giluach is there? So the Gemara responds 12 lines from the bottom. Even though there is no hair, Mitzvah's giluach ain't kan. You tried, you did a good job, but unfortunately you lost your mitzvah. As mentioned, you tried, it was good. You shaved, let's say you had 100 hairs on your head and you shaved 98 of them. And then the 99th fell out, you're left with the one. I'm sorry, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm not being mean, just like you. Like you, did you, you have to make a bracha before you do this or no? I have no idea. There are very few mitzvahs that we don't make bracha on. 
Very, very few. It happens. The mitzvah of Ona is a mitzvah of Tashma Shemitah. There's no bracha by that. Some of the Hasidic posts can discuss like making a shahako, like a, a cup of water before. That's not the litva, the litvaks are like, there's no bracha. And there's far as the kanu, the kanu, when do you make the bracha? There's erva, you can't make a bracha in front of an erva. Even an erva shiragil, but you're not supposed to make a bracha in front of a woman, even even your spouse. If her hair is uncovered, you should, they should not be with an eyesight to make a bracha. Any makam erva, any, 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 any tefach of erva, you should be turning away. These shadows come up, I think we've discussed before, when you're making kiddush at your Friday night table, and there's someone who's not dressed appropriately, doesn't take much to not be dressed appropriately. Our standards are very high. But if you have a woman whose hair is not covered and she's married, or if you have a little too low cut, a little too short sleeve, whatever, yeah, they, they cannot be below a nine. You have to look down. My Rebbe told me this. He showed me the beer halacha and simon ayin hey. Atzima senayim doesn't work. Closing your eyes doesn't allow you to make that bracha lifne erva. So it's a big problem. And this stuff comes up all the time. Because that way, when you open your eyes, you can't see that person. It cannot be that when your eyes are open that you can see them. Atzima senayim doesn't help. What? You're changing the matthias of where you want, where your eyes are. Correct. 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 It's a chiddush that atzima senayim doesn't work. I don't I don't know if it's a chashash that you might open your eyes or if it's a bizayon to shame Hashem to say it in front of erva. It's also possible. By the way, men and women are are, are different for other, in other halachic ways. Men and women are different. A man can make a bracha without a shirt on, no problem. You have to be mafsik bain, bain libo the erva for a man doesn't apply for a woman. So there's like a lot of like, you know, minutia that go into this. But how did we get from the zeros to this? Okay, let's continue. The Gemara says 10, 12 lines from the bottom. The Omar Rava Hare Amru Chavis Shenikva Usitamuha Shmarim. Let's say you had a barrel and there was a little bit of a hole and there's two mas mace in the building. But the shmarim, the, uh, the skins of the, huh? yeah, that's an art scroll word. It's like a perforce word. I, that was the first time I, it's not, but it's the first time I ever heard the word. Uh, I heard it one time in science, actually, because like with the layers of, yeah, I'm not saying I've never heard the word. I'm just saying like in a normal like conversation, nobody uses that word. It's a science word, <laughs> but it's a science word. And then an art school word when you're talking about wine. Those are the only two applications, like layers of sediment in earth, you know. Well, I do you remember what they were, like the different strata of earth as you like dig down. I don't remember what they are anymore. Okay. Anyways. If there's two mas drag, yeah, that's another good one. How about the peels? Can we just be like not art scroll? Yeah. By the way, you're gonna see like tomorrow, art scroll severs ties with the Orthodox Union. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love you people. Okay, so uh, the Gemara says that if there's uh, if there's a uh, two mas mace in a house and there's a hole in a barrel, so as long as the shmarim plug up the hole, and the hole would have to be a tefach for Tuma to access anyways, but if the Shmarim clog up that hole, Shalom al-Yisrael, Hitzilua, then, then it doesn't become Tamin. And an application of this is, let's say that I have a two-floor house, um, and my upstairs is only accessible from the outside, but there's a hole in the ceiling. There's too much maze on the main floor, and there's a one tefach hole between me and the upstairs. Again, there's no stairwell, because Pashat, that would be the whole bias would be too much. Oh, hell. But if I have a main floor that's completely sealed off from the second floor on the inside of the building, and there's a mace in the bottom floor, the top floor does not become tame unless there's a, a hole that's a tefach size. So it says the Gemara, boy, Rava, uh, in such a case where there is a mace on the bottom floor and a hole in the roof between the first and second floors, agaf, chetzia, mahu. What if we fill up half of that hole? Would that be sufficient? 
This is discussed in a Mishnah, Ditnan. We have a Mishnah. This Mishnah can be found in Maseches Kalim, one of the easiest Maseches in Shas. Like we just saw, although we saw it out of context, is that if you have that barrel, it can be saved by the Shmarim. However, Pekaka Bizimura, if it was filled up with like twigs, right? So let's say you have a hole in the roof and you take a couple of, you know, sticks and you just kind of jam them in there just to kind of fill it in a little bit. So then, Achi Marech, you have to. Uh, Literally, mirach means to smooth things out, but it means you have to put some kind of paste or a glue or a putty to make it stick. Otherwise, it's insufficient. How you bashtaim if there were two sticks? Still, you need to have putty. You, you can't. There's got to be. It has to be full. It has to be you know relatively closed off, or at least fifty percent. It says the Gemara time demarach. The reason why it works with the sticks is not because of the sticks, but because of the putty. Hello, marachlo. It says the Gemara amai. If the sticks take up 50% of the tefacho, why would the tumah go? Says the Gemara, it should be no different than plugging up a hole of shmarim or anything else. Why? Why doesn't this? Why don't the sticks work? So let's say I have two sticks that they're not stuck in there, but I put them in the hole and I like lean them, so they're stuck on an angle. No problem, right? So let's say I put in a, I have a, a hole like this, and I take a one stick like this, and it stays. I take another one. And of the, the area of the circle, it covers 52%. Good, we're doing good. But why doesn't that work? So it says the Gemara, Amai, the Tehabi Kiyag of says the Gemara, Amre, Hachi Hashta. You're comparing two unrelated cases. Hasam, Ibam Marach Lokai. If the sticks are in there, but they're not firmly in there, then they're not part of the, they're not, they're not part of the building. They're not, they're, and then the tumor will come through. But Agav But when we have, 50% of it that's, you know, closed off with actual putty or something that's a part of the building. So then 100% that works. Let's dig into the case of Chametz Shavar Lava Pesach, two lines from the bottom of Kufhei Amaral. We had said, Hare Amru, Gozal, Chametz Shavar Lava Pesach, I steal from you a very expensive bottle on Yud Gimel, Nisan, and now it is Lamed Nisan, well after Pesach, Omer Lo Haresh Al here is your useless bottle of very expensive booze. By Rava. Rava wants to know the following. Top of Kufhei Amud Beis. Nishba alav mahu. If a person makes a shvua about what he stole and he lied, would we then say that he's chayv to pay Karen, Chomesh, and then Asham on this valueless bottle of scotch? Had it been that he stole it prior to Pesach, he would have been obligated to pay. And when he made the shvua, he was making a kfira on Mamon. He was saying, I, I was lying about Mamon. Therefore, he has to pay. This is literally worth the dirt of the ground. It's valueless. And when he made a shvua, I mean... Yeah, the bottle before Pesach was worth money, but now it's worthless. Which one do we say? What does the Shvua do? So it says the Gemara, Milsa de Ibai Leila Rava, Pshita Leila Rava. A little bit of a dig, a little bit of a dig. That which was an Ibaya for Rava was simple to Rava. The only reason it's not a dig is because Rava was younger than Rava. Rava was a fourth century Amora, Rava was third century, so a little hierarchy. The Omar Rava. Rabbah says as follows, I say to you, Shori Ganavta, you stole my shore. Omer, you say to me, Lo Ganavti. And you say to me, No, I didn't. I say to you, Okay, then why is it in your yard? Mativu What's it doing by you? 
and you caught red-handed, you're like, um, Shomer Chinam Ani Yalav. No, I'm a Shomer Chinam. When you say you're a Shomer Chinam and you're lying, you're being kofar on Mamun. How so? Because what is a Shomer Pater on? Gneva Ve'aveda. Chayev Shomer Pater Atzmo Migneva Ve'aveda. When you make the claim of Shomer Chinam, you are in effect denying that you stole and lying about the fact that you actually stole. And your lie potters you from Gneva Ve'aveda because the Shomer Chinam is potter from Gneva Ve'aveda. And therefore, Chayev Shomer Pater Atzmo Migneva Ve'aveda. Let's say when I say to you, and what is my animal doing in your yard? And you say, oh, Shomer Sachar Ani Alav. You're also going to be Chayev. Why? Because in your claim of Shomer Sachar, Shomer Pater Atzmo Mishuva Remesa. Again, they have a higher level of responsibility, but they're still putter. Even a shoel says the Gemara, shoel ani alav. You said, I'm just borrowing it, even though it's without permission. And shoel shalomi das have a I don't even know how this is an answer. But even in the case of shoel, chayef, shari putter asmi mesa machmas malacha. A shoel basically has every full responsibility as the original owner, except for one thing. If the animal dies of natural causes when being used naturally. So let's say I borrow your cow and I'm plowing. Blood pressure was taken beforehand, cow is healthy, and it drops dead. In that case, I as a shoal and putter. Why? It's mesa machmas malacha, normal usage. So therefore, you'd be putter in such a case. Here, you're going to be chayev. Why are you going to be chayev here? Because with all of these claims, you were kofer on the mamon. You were trying to wriggle out of having been caught red-handed. You're like, I'm a shomer chinam, I'm a shomer sach, I'm a shol. Yes, but all of those claims is a kfir in mamon in one case or another, and therefore, you'd be held accountable. Alma, eight, nine lines down, three lines before the wide lines. Afal gav de even though the cow exists, kevan mignev since had it, it had you actually stolen it and and lied, then you would have claimed against money. Hashtanami mamona kakafar. So too in our case, it must be that you're being kofar on mamon. And hachanami afal gav de afra ba'almahu. Same thing by the case of chometz, she'avar lava pesach. Even though now it's afar, since had you stolen it on Yud, Gimel, Nisan, you'd be uh, held accountable fully. So what do we see? We see that there is such a thing as being chayev and paying back that which you stole, even though it's Aser Behana, because in theory, had you stolen it at the right time, and Yud, Gimel, Nisan, not on Pesach, before it was Chav Shavu Pesach, you'd be chayev. Two lines into the wide lines, a third of the way down. We'll be stopping about 10, 11, 12 lines from the bottom of the page at Amr of Shesha. So a little bit more to go, and we'll be done by 9.30 Mir Sasha. Yasiv Rabba Vika Amar Lahash Maisa. Says the Gemara that uh, uh, Rava, and actually uniquely some people say Rabba. And the reason why it would be interesting if this is Rabba is because the previous argument, six lines down, started with the Amar Rabba. If it's Rava, then Rava's asking on Rava. If it's Rava, then there's a stira within Rava. So let's see. Says the Gemara, Yosif Rava v'ka'amr l'hashmaisa, esver of Amram l'rava. The Pasuk says v'kicheshba, that when a person is kicheshba, when he denies that he stole something, the din is prat l'moda be'ikr. Normally, we'd say you're obligated to go to Madai to pay this guy back no matter what. However, it's, you are exempt from the rules when you are when you disagree to the fund, fundamental aspect of, um, of the theft, which is, in this case, I have your animal in my backyard. 
If you say to me, Phil, you didn't steal, did you steal my animal? And I say, no. And I'm literally holding a leash to Betsy. <laughs> this is not a good look. There's a chain around Betsy's neck that says it belongs to Tex. And I'm saying, I no. Uh, so, so then, even if you are found guilty, because you're not denying that you have it in your property, so you're putter from the need to chase down the, the bylaw. Kate said, what's the case? Shori Ganafta. You say to me, Phil, you stole my animal. I said, I did not. And Tex looks at me and says, um, hello, Matibu Etzlach. If you didn't steal it, genius, then why are you holding the leash? Why is it in your yard? Says the Gemara. Oh, and then he comes up with a flurry of possible answers. He doesn't say all of them. He says one of them. Uh, you, you sold it to me. You gave it to me as a gift. Uh, your father sold it to me. By the way, I, it, so the Gemara has all these examples. No, no, no. It's not in sequence. He said one of these many various options. Yeah, yes. By the way, the first thing he said is you sold it to me, which is ridiculous. Who are you talking to? The guy who said you stole my animal. Pasha, he's not going to believe you. You think you think he forgot? I, maybe, but like all, you gave it to me as a present. You gave me a $2,000 cow as a present. It, it, all the cases are not normal. Achar parasi ruts. This is already a better svara. Your cow ran after my cow. Okay, now we're talking about real excuses. May love bitesly. Your animal just walked into my yard. Toeb uh, It was uh, running into a strange place. I just brought it back to my yard. Shomer chinam like we saw before. Shomer sachar love. Shol love. And in all of these lying, ridiculous, conniving excuses that I would come up with when, when I have Betsy in my backyard, says the Gemara, if if I lie in my Shvua, and then I admit, maybe we'd say, I'm Chayev too. Go find the guy in Madai and return it. That because fundamentally you have that animal in your yard, you're no longer a regular type of Gazlan. Doesn't mean you're a worse Gazla necessarily. It just means you don't qualify for the typical application of halacha. Now, this is a problem for Rabbah because earlier Rabbah had said you're going to be chayev on this uh, in, in this exact case, right? This was the Rabbah from six, seven lines down in the case of Shori Ganafta. And he said that you're putter in this case. Here it seems to say, uh, sorry, in that case he said you're chayev in the first case. Here it seems to say that you're putter. So says the Gemara, Amar Lei, Tadura. I had no idea what this means. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi is a third of the way down. Tadura, Ein Lev. You don't have a heart. What's the etymology? Anybody? I've never seen the word before, I don't think. What? Scatterbrain. Scatterbrain? Yeah. That is not an art word. Is that really what that? Yeah. It's surprising, right? Yeah. What does that even connect to Rashi? Rabbi Resnick had mentioned that there was another, more the scatterbrain thing. Rabbi Resnick mentioned that there's something about you have no brain in your head, kind of a line. It was a, let's call it a, a slang of the times, which was an insult, which is. Where are you? I don't have that anywhere. Yeah, I don't have it anywhere. Anyways, Amarle Tadura, he said, Ain Lev, he said, you're being ridiculous. Because Kitanya, in one case, the Amarle Hela, 
In the latter case, that's where he's handing him the item and saying, take it back, I don't want it. Take it back. Oh, oh, you sold it to me, but here you go. Oh, your father gave it to me, but here you go. I'm giving it back to you. However, but Rabbah was saying that that animal, I don't have it in my physical property. It's Be'agam. It's down and lost in a river. It's somewhere else. That's what the Gemara says. I asked the Gemara, a couple of these examples, make push, they push it, make no sense. Because, you sold it to me. Wait, if you sold it to me and I have it in my yard, I'm not that weird case of I have your animal vikichesh and uh I'm not being I'm not being modebe I I bought it from you I'm a regular guy says the Gemara my modebe ikarika what does that even mean uh we I yes I bought it from you but we never transacted with money I never paid you for it I just agreed to pay you for it and the animals in my yard shkil just take your animal back that's why it's a case of pratlamodebeker what about the case of Atonasatili? You gave it to me, Avicha Nasnuli, my Modebeker Ika. Here too, you're not deviating from a normal case. Really, the Maisa, at the end of the day, you are doing uh, what is normal, and there shouldn't be a case of Modebeker, says the Gemara. All of this was on condition of Nayach Denafsha, that I was going to do something nice for you. And I didn't fulfill my end of the bargain, and therefore, Shkol Torcha Vazil. So here too, it's still a case of prat lemodebeikar. Next case says the Gemara toa bederach mitzasiv. I found your animal running around. Lema. The argument could be iboy lach ahaduili. What about the mitzvah of hashava saveda? You should have given it back to me. Amar avod shmuel beomer where the guy made a shvuah. I who found your animal running around. I didn't know whose it was. There was no name tag. There was no collar. We had no idea what it was. Shvua aveda matzasi. I make a shvua that I found an object. I had no. I had no idea it was yours, Pasha. That's what the Gemara says about that case. And then the Gemara changes gears until we get to Rav Sheshes. Just five or six more lines. The Gemara says as follows: Tanya, Amar ben Azai Gimel saying There are three types of shvuos uh, in regards to this aveda. I recognize your animal, but I, I don't didn't know that it was found. Or I found it, but I didn't know it was yours. Or I didn't recognize it was yours and it wasn't found. So on the last case, the Gemara says, if you didn't recognize it and it wasn't found, what happened? What was the case? If you made a shvua under those circumstances, then all you did was tell the truth in your shvua. Shalom al Yisrael. Says the Gemara, Ema ba The third case is where I saw it and I knew it was yours. Says the Gemara, Lamai Hilchasa. What about in that case if I found your animal? Says the Gemara, Rav Ami Amar, Rav Chanina Liftor, Ushmul Amar Lechiyu. So there's a machlokas about this case. And this is actually found in a Bryce as well. If one has an Eid Echad who makes a Shvua, again, under the specific set of circumstances, your Pater, what exactly are they talking about? And this is a Sugi that we've seen a number of times already in this Masechta, and apparently in Masechah's Psachim. According to some, and some hold that it's not and this explains the machlokas between uh, the Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer Shimon that the Tanakama holds is not 
And Rabbi Lazar Shimon holds that it is, and that's why he holds that you're chayev. Mir Tzashem will pick up on Shabbos one hour before with Amar Rav Sheshes, wishing you all a beautiful night.